Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please feel free to share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself. Trey and I'll have takes on the LSU football schedule. Southern and Grambling will be coming to Baton Rouge in the near future. And then we'll dive into the topic of sports and societal issues when they cross the lines. What should sports personalities, sports teams, sports leagues do with regard to the situation with Mr. Floyd being murdered in Minneapolis and the rioting? We got some thoughts on that. Strong opinions from Trey Blossman and myself here on Talking Sports with TK. Again, feel free to share this with your friends. Don't forget to connect with me on social media. Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Talking Sports with TK has its own Facebook and Instagram account. We're going to listen to a quick message, then we'll be back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman, some LSU football schedule info, and sports and societal issues when the lines get crossed. All of that and much more after this pause on Talking Sports with TK. Stay tuned. Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. As I mentioned, this episode is Sports Takes. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman in just a minute or two. Going to have some quick thoughts on the uh, announcement about the LSU football schedule. And we're going to dive in right to the, the topic of the day, you know, nationwide, if not worldwide. And that is sports leagues, teams, personalities, individuals. And when it crosses line with lines with issues in society, we got the whole situation with the murder in Minneapolis, Minnesota, the rioting. Trey and I are going to dive into it. And this is something we've both talked about on and off for many, many years in, in public forums. And we're going to do it here on, on this episode, this podcast, the episode Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself. Don't, don't Please feel free to share this with all of your friends. Without any further ado, we say hello to Mr. Trey Blossman. Trey, how are you? Doing great, Tommy. Glad to hear that uh, LSU football made an announcement today that they will host the Southern Jaguars in 2022 and the Grambling Tigers in 2023. Nichols on the schedule this year, McNeese in 2021, sp- spreading some of that state money. LSU's got more money than other, any other program in the state. I, for one, am glad to see these schools get that paycheck, get that money, let those kids have an opportunity to play in Tiger Stadium and tell their, you know, it would be a memory forever, tell their families, their kids and grandkids that they played in Tiger Stadium. I think it's good. I'd rather have the money go to Southern or Grambling or another state school than to go to Western Carolina or Illinois State or something like that. Uh, it, it's going to be a win. It's going to be a win, no question about that. But uh, I think it's great that they're keeping the money uh, in the state. Well, Tommy, I think that's a no-brainer. We'd much rather see the money go to the state schools than some sacrificial lamb coming in from out of state. I personally wish there were more, let's just use the term, better games in the non-conference schedule. I understand that when you have to play Alabama, Auburn, Texas A&M, Mississippi State every year, Florida every year, Georgia once in a while, Tennessee once in a while. You're looking for wins in your non-conference schedule any way that you can get them. But over the years, I've really enjoyed some intersectional matchups 
that the Tigers played, hosting teams like the Washington Huskies, uh, last year's game at Texas and a return by them this year. I'd personally, even though you don't want more tough games because the SEC is hard enough, I'd rather see some matchups with some better schools. I remember back in the 80s, we did a home-and-home with Ohio State. Uh, I'd like to see more of that, Tommy. But again, I understand why they scheduled down. And if we're going to do that as everyone is doing, let's do keep the money in state. Well, and they do, like you said, the Texas Longhorns come to Baton Rouge this year. They've got stuff out in the future with Florida State and with Michigan. You know, you can't play a, another Power 5 team all four non-conference games. Plus, keep in mind, you never know when the SEC might kick into a ninth conference game. So, you know, I, I agree. You know, it's going to be a name that score against Southern or Grambling or Nichols or McNeese. Uh, no question about that. But keep that money in the state. It, it's much more important to that, that program program financially uh, that meets the eye in most cases and, and and I'm okay with it you can't have more than one of them a year but uh, that's just the way it's going to have to be and keep in mind they, you know, they won a national championship last year and they'll be in the hunt again this year especially if Miles Brennan is all that Coach Orgeron says he is we'll just have to wait and see but a quick note on LSU football there the, the kids are beginning to return to campus the student athletes are Next week, there'll be some some workouts according to the guidelines set down by the conference and the NCAA and all of that. So maybe we're heading in the right direction. I sure hope it means we have college football this fall. I think we will have it. I'm just not so sure what it'll look like just yet. Yeah, well, yeah, when we certainly hope we have it. Uh, you know, I'm glad to see McNeese back on the schedule because I, I remember they came in for a game that was delayed and eventually canceled by weather, a game in which you had a nephew playing in. That's correct. Well, he was actually a captain for that game, and a, another dear friend of mine's son, a tight end, and McNeese actually caught a pass that, you know, before that game was suspended due to lightning and weather, and then it was ultimately canceled, as you said. So good to have the Cowboys back in town. Uh, albeit uh, not this year, but next year. This year, Nichols will come to town. Tim Rebo's done a great job with the Colonels down in Thibodeau. So uh, we'll see how all that plays out. And we'll certainly have plenty more LSU football talk as we go on. We remind you, you're listening to Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself, Tommy Chrysan, all a part of the podcast, Talking Sports with TK. Feel free to share this with all of your friends. We appreciate that. Trey, we want to dive into a topic that uh, some people might view as a slippery slope, but you and I aren't afraid to tackle anything. And this is all about what's happening in our country now with the protests, the rioting, some protests that have been organized and been orderly. And the question becomes, when do professional leagues, a la NBA, NFL, MLB, you know, what is their role here? Also, different organizations, teams are coming out with statements. I saw the LSU women's basketball team issued a statement today about the whole situation. And then, of course, the next level is these sports personalities, especially the, the household names, the marquee names uh, in the respective sports. You know, I've always maintained, you know, don't cross sports and politics unless you have to. I think we're at a point when, when you, we have to cross the lines here. And, and I'm not so, so sure of the exact fit and situation. 
I'd like to get your thoughts on all of that, and then, then we'll go back and forth on this topic. Again, I can promise everyone listening, Trey and TK are not worried about a slippery slope. These are our opinions, uh, and and that's that. So let's let it fly. We begin with your opening thoughts, Trey. Well, Tommy, the whole situation is very unfortunate. It's been co-opted. There were legitimate protests about what happened to Mr. Floyd, which was horrific. Anyone who has viewed the video knows how horrible it was and knows that there was no excuse for it. I think it captivated the attention of the nation. I think had Black Lives Matter waited until an incident like this had occurred instead of trying to push their agenda on the heels of Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri, being a thug and trying to kill a police officer, their movement didn't get a lot of traction because it was obvious that it wasn't about hands up, don't shoot. The guy tried to wrestle a gun out of his arms, but this was the vehicle that could have been used to move forward in ending some of these behaviors that have put a lot of young black men at risk. And it's unfortunate that the whole movement has been co-opted by thugs and that this has moved from protesting to rioting, which there is never any excuse for. As far as athletes getting involved in making comments, I have no problem with that, particularly professional athletes. I, I think amateur athletes should probably stay out of it. But if you're a professional, you represent your league, you are a socially conscious person with intelligence and have something constructive to say that might help the situation, by all means, speak out. If you're a guy like Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, speak out. If you're somebody like Antonio Brown, keep your mouth shut. I, I agree. On, thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. And, and you know, as I've been thinking about this all day, we discussed earlier that this would be our topic for the this uh, episode of Sports Takes. You know, I, I would say 20 years ago, and I'm kind of tying this into the explosion of the internet, but and social media. 20 years ago, I would have said, hey, you know, don't if you're an athlete, don't cross that line. Let politics be politics. Let issues be issues. But I've kind of changed my stance on that. I think that the leagues should make statements, uh, be it the NBA, MLB, NFL, whomever. Uh, I think, you know, or different organizations, if the New Orleans Saints want to make a statement or the, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles want to make a statement or whomever, uh, I, I think they should you know, go ahead and make that statement. I don't think if you refuse to make a statement, you should be vilified for that because everybody's entitled to an opinion. And, uh, you know, we live in a great country, albeit one with problems. We, we you know, that's one of the things about this country. We, we can protest. We can make statements. So I think with the explosion of social media, fans feel very more connected to sports than they ever have, you know, even just 20 years ago, you know, cause you can, you can follow LeBron James, you can follow Drew Brees, you can, you know, follow Tom Brady and Charles Barkley and whomever. And, and, and you can't really interact with them because they're going to answer you, but you get a better feel for them 
uh, off of the court or not on the golf course or not on the football field. So I think that if they feel compelled, they should make a statement. But more than a statement, they should try to do something that makes a difference. You know, give money to the worthy causes, causes who are worthy. You know, maybe, maybe support a politician that, that agrees with their views or whatever to try to make some things happen to try to eliminate, you know, racism because it does exist. There's no getting around that. And you're not going to eliminate it, but you need to do a better job of controlling it and not have things that happened to Mr. Floyd and probably happened to a lot of other people in this country that we don't know about. But now with social media and everybody's got a video camera in their back pocket, you see things like this. I, I, I shudder at the thought that 20 years ago this could have happened and nobody would have ever saw it. It wouldn't have the same impact regardless of what may have been reported or written. So I, I think it is a time when sports personalities and leagues and teams, if they are compelled to do so. But I don't want to just see a statement. I want to see some kind of action behind a statement so that, you know, maybe something can be done to make something better. It's like, you know, I've hosted uh, thousands of radio sports shows. and You know, I don't want somebody to call up and say, Coach so-and-so sucks. Tell me why they suck or tell me why they should be fired or why they're terrible. Here's the thing. Don't just make a statement that we got a problem in America. Do something about it. And society does look up to sports. It's an important thread in the fabric of our everyday lives. They look up to sports. They look up to sports personalities. I would not knock any personality or team or league who chose not to make a comment, but I'm all for them doing it when they feel compelled. Well, yeah, and again, as long as it's intelligent conversation and it brings something to the table, uh, just complaining isn't going to do any good. Look, again, it's a shame what happened here. And I don't know that it was a racial motivation that caused it to happen, but it's still hard to watch when you the video comes up and if you listen to the audio, there were bystanders that were telling the cop, you're killing the guy, you're killing him. Uh, it appeared to me that Mr. Floyd was unconscious for at least three or four minutes with his the guy's knee still in his throat. Uh, the visual is just horrible, but we need to move beyond it and end the crime spree that this has started, Tommy, this is unacceptable in this country. And, you know, I've read a lot about there are people actually putting bricks in the areas where there's going to be protests. So protesters have bricks to throw. If that's anywhere near true, they need to get to the bottom of that and prosecute the people doing that. I think they need to get much more aggressive in policing these things because it's getting out of hand. And Tommy, a lot more people are going to get hurt than Mr. Floyd. There are going to be more people killed in this. There's already been law enforcement killed over this. It's not a game as a lot of young folks I'm watching on TV appear to think that it is. And if there are some athletes out there that can come to the table and make a plea to stop the madness 
I welcome it completely. I'm afraid there are athletes out there that might make comments that might be the equivalent of putting fuel on a fire, and that worries me. Yeah, and, you know, I've maintained for a long time that the word respect has disappeared in society. Um, you know, I grew up, I'm not going to say I feared a police officer, but I had all the respect in the world. And when I look at videos of people throwing bricks at police cars, a, car, a police car that's just parked with no one in it, I mean, I, I couldn't have dreamed of doing that as a 15 or an 18-year-old or a 21-year-old. Tom, Tom, I remember Tommy, being in... Tommy, what, what about a 30-year-old Ivy League-educated lawyer with another lawyer in the car trying to throw a Molotov cocktail into a police vehicle with policemen in it. That's not an 18-year-old kid who might be misguided. That's an Ivy League-educated attorney who's 30 years old. They should be be arrested for attempted murder. Well, the woman who threw the cocktail has been. The guy just drove the car, but they were all in on it, and there were uh, other bomb-making materials in the vehicle with them. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, again, they've, they've crossed the line too far. You know, I, I'll give, you know, from what I understand, it was a very orderly pre- protest in the city of New Orleans. People, you know, bra- bravo, they, they, bravo to the people. They, they, they had some signs up. They were chanting a few things. They, they were expressing their thoughts and their concerns, and they kept it orderly in this particular situation and didn't destroy anything, burn anything, or cause riots. And that's the America that we're supposed to live in, where if you want to make a orderly protest and, you know, and have a gathering to, to make a statement, do it the right way. And you'll be heard more if you do it the right way. See, well, with all this riots and the message is out the window, you know, now well, the yeah, conversation the is Mr. the rioting. The death of Mr. Floyd is insignificant at this point in time in the overall scheme of this. And again, that's unfortunate. This could and should have been the unifying factor to effectuate some change. Yeah, and as a way to do things in a way not. I'm looking at a post on Facebook right now as we speak from a person I know who has is getting a petition, a permit, for a George Floyd gathering at the Covington Courthouse. The permit will be obtained tomorrow. It'll get signed by the fire department. And they will reschedule this event. Apparently, they scheduled something and realized that they needed a permit. So this is what it's all about. Go get your permit. Get the fire department to sign off on it and do it in an orderly fashion. I'm all for that. That's the America, the the American way. That's how it should be. But to, unfortunately, this is not how it's happening in a lot of places. No, you're right, and it is very unfortunate, Tommy. You know. Look, I, it, it, Back to our topic on hand, I agree with you. If a sports personality or a team or a league can do something constructive, make make a comment that helps the cause without causing riots and, and, and you know, unruly demonstrations, I'm all for it. But if yet, if a certain player or team or league doesn't want to comment, that's their choice to not comment. Oh, oh absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm not going to vilify them for that. I'm not going to say, well, Team A did it. How come you didn't do it, Team B? I, I, that's not what's intent, my intention here. Well, Tommy, I, I'm going to watch some of what happens again tonight. 
I'm sure the TV ratings were off the charts this weekend. It's pretty captivating. I keep telling myself, how much more of this are you going to watch? But uh, I keep watching, and I'm going to tune in tonight. But I'm going to tell you one thing I'm going to be pulling for. I'm going to be pulling for less violent crowds. And something else I'm hoping for, if the crowds are not less violent, I want to see water cannons. I want to see them blasting these people and knocking them a block with powerful water spray. They use that in Europe, Tommy. In Europe, with all the feckless socialist leaders they have over there, they're willing to use a water cannon to control a crowd. I don't know why we haven't seen that yet. Well, it's going to have to get to that if, if things don't change. Well, look, if you want to connect with Talking Sports on social media, Talking Sports with TKs on Facebook and Instagram, I invite your comments, your replies. If you want uh, something for Trey and I to further address on this topic or any topic, please connect with Talking Sports with TK on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, you can connect with me personally, Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Trey, uh, we'll see what happens in the coming days, and perhaps later this week we can get together and, and be a little more sports-oriented because uh, some some things are starting to happen on the sports front, uh, trying to get back to normal. Here on Monday, June 1, Governor John Bell Edwards in Louisiana is going to push everything into Phase 2, effective this Friday the 5th. I think that's good news. Hopefully everybody will still follow all the guidelines and we can keep going forward and we can have sports and in particular have football this fall. Well, let's hope so, Tommy. Let's hope so. Let's hope cooler heads prevail in all of this and uh, we get back to, you know, we talk about what our new normal is and this just blew things out of the window. Uh, It's been a very strange year. I hope that uh, it settles down. All right, Trey, we'll visit again soon. Thank you. Thank you.